Today in Security from Wired. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. All the Ways U.S. Government Cybersecurity Falls Flat by Lily Hay Newman Data breaches and hacks of U.S. government networks, once novel and shocking, have become a problematic fact of life over the last few years. So it makes sense that a cybersecurity analysis released today placed the government at 16 out of 18 in a ranking of industries, ahead of only telecommunications and educations. Healthcare, transportation, financial services, retail, and pretty much everything else ranked above it. The report goes beyond the truism of government cybersecurity shortcomings, though, to outline its weakest areas, potentially offering a roadmap to change. The analysis of 552 local, state, and federal organizations conducted by risk management firm Security Scorecard found that the government particularly lags on replacing outdated software, patching current software, individual endpoint defense, particularly when it comes to exposed Internet of Things devices, and IP address reputation, meaning that many IP addresses designated for government use or associated with the government through a third party are blacklisted or show suspicious activity indicating that they may be compromised. A wide range of issues plague government agencies, but they're largely fixable. There's a lot of low-hanging fruit when it comes to the government sector overall, says Alex Hyde's Security Scorecard's chief research officer. They'll implement a technology when it's very new, and then it'll just sit there and age. This creates a mix of emerging technologies, which might be misconfigured, or not everything is known about them yet, with legacy technologies that have known vulnerabilities and exploitable conditions. After a few years of high-profile government hacks, the devastating breach of the Office of Personnel Management chief among them, the sector as a whole has made some modest strides on defense, moving up from last place in a 2016 security scorecard report. Even OPM has gained some ground, though findings and a government review indicate it still has a long way to go. Agencies that control and dole out money, like the Federal Reserve, Congressional Budget Office, and National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, tend to have much more robust digital security, as do intelligence and weapons agencies like the Secret Service and Defense Logistics Agency. 
Even the Internal Revenue Service, which has been plagued by leaks over the past few years, has shown marked improvement, spurred by necessity. Security Scorecard gathers data for analyses through techniques like mapping IP addresses across the web. Part of this analysis involves attributing the addresses to organizations, not just by looking at which IPs are allocated to which groups, but by determining which organizations use which IP addresses in practice. This means that the report didn't just assess blocks allocated to the government, it also tracked addresses associated with contract third parties, like cloud and web application providers. The group also scans to see what applications and system software organizations run and compare this information to vulnerability databases to determine which organizations should upgrade and patch their platforms more rigorously. Additionally, Security Scorecard collects leaked data troves of usernames and passwords and monitors both public and private dark web forums. The report found that government agencies tend to struggle with basic security hygiene issues like password reuse on administrative accounts and management of devices exposed to the public Internet from laptops and smartphones to IoT units. There were more IoT connections available from government networks than I would have expected, Hyde says. Even things like emergency management systems platforms from the mid-2000s were available to the public. When systems are unwittingly exposed online, hackers can find credentials to gain access or use software vulnerabilities to break in. Sometimes this process takes attackers very little effort because if an organization doesn't realize that something is exposed online, it may not have made the effort to secure it. For government groups, the report found that digital security weaknesses and pain points track fairly consistently regardless of the size of an organization. Shout out to the Wisconsin court system and the city of Indianapolis for strong cybersecurity showings. That means that despite the large number of issues across the board, the same types of strategies can potentially be applied widely in an effective way. The question now, Hyde says, is how effectively legislation can guide government IT and cybersecurity policy. There's a mixed track record on that at best, but in the meantime, breaches and market forces are slowly driving progress. It boils down to the conception of information security as an afterthought, Hyde says. We've got operations to handle and we'll deal with the problems as they arise is essentially how it's been implemented in government. But for some agencies, they end up having losses in the millions of dollars. People start wearing knee pads after they fall off the skateboard a few times. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.